Froggy 92.9 presents Amber Gets Married. Brought to you by Flying Cloud Farm in Petaluma, Sonoma County's premier wedding venue. Every week, Amber, Jeanette, and Julia discuss the trials, tribulations, and highlights of being a modern-day bride. And all that comes with planning a wedding right here in Sonoma County. Please welcome Flying Cloud owners Jeanette and Julia and Amber from Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy 92.9. I've booked the venue, yeah. Woo! You booked it. We've done it. You have uh, your date. What's next? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so now. Yeah. So the next steps would be, well, I'm going to give you a wedding checklist so you okay. can go through and look at all of the things to consider. Some of them may apply to you. Some of them may be ones that you can cross off if it doesn't pertain to you. But the big ones after booking your venue would be finding your dress is a big one. It can take a while, one, to just find the one that you love, but also they may have to ship it to you, make it and ship it to you. So that can take some months to get to you. And then once you get it, you may have to have multiple alterations made. I know for my dress, I had three alterations made because of the lace. They could only do a certain one at a time before they did the next one. So that took, it was in-house, but that does take some time too. So I would say getting your dress is an important one, especially if you're less than a year out. It's a good, good thing. And it's a fun part to do, you know, now you're a bride. And then you probably already had your guest list made up from Uh, when you were going to go to our venues, you had an idea on what your um, guest list numbers were looking like. But I would say this is a good time to make your master list. So again, I'm going to give you a sheet that you can fill out, but you write out all your guest lists. And then it's a great idea to have a column of, I'm doing it on Excel, but you could do Google Sheets, make a column that has the family name or the households, and then make sure that each of those people are kind of assigned to that household. So that way, when you go to send save the dates and invitations, you know how many households you need because you're not going to send out save the dates to necessarily Individuals, each person. Yeah. You can, but a lot of times you can just send it to that household. And then from that, it's a great idea to start getting the contact information of all your guests. So mailing addresses for sure. If you can get emails and phone numbers, it's a good way to make sure you have that now before you get too close to the wedding and you're trying to scramble to find the contact information for people. And then if you plan on making a wedding website, you can kind of start doing that. Again, if you have the email address for everyone, it's a great way to just hook it up to your wedding website and any updates you need to make, you can just kind of do a blast to everyone or just say we've made updates to our website if you want to check it out. And then if you haven't already made your budget, that's kind of a good idea to start doing and start pricing out what you want to spend. And that way, when you go to start looking at vendors, you have an idea of what ballpark you're in. If you're going to, you know, go for a full service high-end cater, or if you're looking for more budget-friendly, same thing with, you know, DJs and photographers, just getting a rough idea of how much you're willing to spend so you can start reaching out and see what fits within your budget. Listen to Amber Gets Married every week live on Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy929.com and wherever you listen to podcasts.